Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk, where we get real and we talk. I am your host, Joe, and welcome today to a brand new episode. August 27th, 2015, that is the day today. It's probably not a day you're listening. And if you're not listening on August 27th, 2015, that means you're in the archive. And I thank you for catching up on each and every show that we have done. I have done, that you have done, and I say we because it's our show. Your show, my show, everyone's show. We share. We share information. That's why we're here. And, you know, if you need to find more of those shows, continue to go through Blog Talk Radio. I think about iTunes. Take a look out there, Real Metaphysical Talk. And you could sign up as a follower here on Blog Talk Radio. You could follow on Facebook. Follow along, play along with the at-home version <laughs> at Real Metaphysical Talk, where I commonly post certain pictures here and there, remind you of the show, um, depending on the workload of the week. Personally, it may be sooner or late, or maybe half an hour before the show, that I remind you that the show is here. But I've been pretty consistent with coming back every Thursday. But as I said, if you're listening to the archives, totally appreciate you coming back and listening when it's appropriate for you. I'm a fan of listening to podcasts at off hours and odd times. Do what's convenient. That's, that's, what, that's what this great world's all about. Take the time out to do what's convenient for you. So long as you keep listening. Share with your friends. Enjoy. And if you have information to share with me, feel free to contact me via those two places, Blog Talk Radio with a private message. You can come join me live in the chat room every Thursday if you want, between 6 and 6.30. Chat room's alive and running. And, of course, via Facebook, as I mentioned. Now, enough of my commercials. I want to talk about this past weekend and what we've got coming up this coming week. First off, last weekend was our local Pride Festival for the Pagans, Pagan Pride Festival. Everything we can be proud of. There's always a festival. But in this case, we had a Pagan Pride Festival. From what I have learned in our area, the festival is in its fourth or fifth year, which seems odd, and I'm sure some of you are thinking, some could be saying, wow, you even have a festival. Others saying, only four years, really? Well, let me tell you what I've learned. Not only have they been trying to get a count for people and have you come to the main tent so that you can get a wristband so they can get a count for the city so they can continue to grow. They're also accepting donations for food for the local food shelter, for the food bank. But last year was only one day. For what, 12 to 6, whatever, however many hours. It wasn't too many. Maybe a longer eight-hour day, don't recall. This year, they've expanded to do two days. They went from 11 a.m. to about 10 p.m., and then on Sunday from 12 to 6. What does that mean to you as a listener in another city? It means more people are opening up to alternative methods and alternative beliefs and systems and ways of thinking. That, to me, was such, well, I have to say it was a proud moment. It made me very happy to hear people able 
to share their information. I, I spent time with a lot of the vendors asking questions about what they do. You know, there were people there uh, with their metaphysical um, crafts and jewelry and books and services. My friend Linda, who is from Sacred Soul Reiki, who will be ha- having as a guest soon again, um, she was there also with a few friends. Selling Another friend was selling paintings. Another person was actually doing spirit drawings. That um, that vendor specifically does drawings based on the spirit energy that they're receiving while reading you. Um, several metaphysical stores were there from throughout the area, um, none of which are close, actually, believe it or not, um, selling different cards and and incense and jewelry and all kinds of of a variety of items. I talked with a woman who was from southern Ohio. She was actually from about two hours south of here. And she was very excited that she was able to share her knowledge, talk to other people and just feel comfortable in her own skin. Talk to you know, talk about their beliefs, talk about the things that they see, learn other things. I saw something about Druidism. Someone was there promoting that and talking about the whole process. Another person was there selling leather pouches. They were go there for more of a medieval set. I saw a lot of people like in a Renaissance fair type theme. Um, There was a blacksmith there. And yes, all of this kind of relates because it goes back. This goes, our our beliefs, many of the beliefs go back in time. And we had, yes, Merlin, who was here on the show speaking about fairies a few weeks ago. I met up with her in person, talked to her about her fairy talk, and, of course, all the wares and the readings that she was doing there at the fair. Two beautiful days. I have to say, what else was going on? Many different talks about many different subjects. Uh, I saw something about belly dancers. There was a whole belly dancing theme. There was meditations. Like I said, Reiki. There were uh, palm readers. There were tarot card readers. And just as I said, oh, and of course, you could always get your different types of clothing. If you're looking for a cloak, if you're looking for... um, Specific wear hoods, a hooded cloak, actually. I saw shawls. I saw um, many different um, curtains and wall decorations that you can hang up for your sacred spaces. Now, the reason why I talk about this is because I want to share this information. We need to find like-minded people. It's always good to... um, give you what's happening in my area because maybe you can be the starter of this type of activity in your area. Have people come together. There was somebody there talking about a a yoga studio. Yes, all of this kind of fits together. And you can find something that may relate to you better just by going and experiencing. All right. By the way, while I was there, I happened to come upon my brand new deck of tarot cards. It is the Pirate Tarot. I'm going to try to take a few pictures and share them with you on Facebook if you're interested in seeing this deck. Um, From what I've found, it's come out in 2009, still available out in the marketplace, but um, I kind of dig the pirates, so I kind of, it just 
the decks called to me. I did see another deck that I plan on getting, but won't, will not talk about it until I purchase them. But it's a beautiful deck. So I'm ready to do more readings. I needed a different look. Okay. So this week, since we just talked about last week, let's talk about this coming week. This weekend, two days from now. Full moon. The super moon, as everybody's talking about. <gasps> it's a super moon. Okay. What does that mean? Super moon, bigger. Is it? Does it look bigger in the sky? No. More energy. I want to say every full moon is a super moon. It's a grand moon. It's a great moon. Nothing goes by without some disturbance in the force. Seriously. There's always something happening. But this Saturday, August 29th, 2015, 2.35 p.m. in the afternoon, that's Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So do your math, get your calculators out, figure it out on, uh, you know, Google it. It'll give you at least what it is in your time zone if you're in a different time zone. But this full moon, the sun is currently in Virgo because we are in the Virgo season, but it's opposing the Pisces moon. The moon is in Pisces. Remember what I said last time with the Leo Aquarius um, sun and Leo uh, Aquarius moon and talking about polarities. We're always having the polarities, the opposites, dealing with the balance that we have. Now, what is the balance that's happening here with this full moon? Well, our balance has to do with day-to-day functions, routines, physical health, and the need for order. That's Virgo. Virgo, very order conscientious. conscientious. Oh, I can't even speak today. They're worried about their order. Getting things right. Getting things straight. Got to be clean. And then, of course, with the Pisces side, you're looking at the vision, spiritual health, your disorder, and the infinite. So it's kind of like, I don't want to call it chaotic, but kind of like just being dreamy, being out there. All on the spiritual side, the balance with the physical side. Virgo, by the way, rules, personal set of tools, your techniques, what you use to deal with in your everyday life. Pisces, everything we're dealing with right here in our, in our metaphysical show here is our, everything that we use to deal with our spirituality. Where's our balance? That's what, we're, that's what we are looking at this weekend. The need, uh, the need to balance where it is is we need to be able to identify who we are spiritually, expressing those needs, but also live our day-to-day lives. I think you and I do this on a daily basis. We have to figure out. And you know what? Sometimes we get caught up in the rat race. Sometimes we just get caught up going forth and getting what we need to get done. Oh, okay, I got this to-do list got to do this. I've got to get my work done. I've got to get this turned in. I've got to get this report done. I've got to get this. Let me go make this phone call. I've got to make this appointment. I've got to go over here. I have a meeting at two. Sometimes we don't think about our spiritual needs while we're running around in our daily lives. And if you do, great. You're already one step ahead of the pack. But We need to take the time to be more aware of our interactions with other people. Are we responding? Are we just reacting to what we hear as opposed to responding and actually thinking about how we're going to speak? 
Are we saying things just to get the answers out, or are we considering what we're saying? Is it coming from our true self? Is it a reflection? Is our are our actions a true reflection of our spiritual being, of our true self? Are we just reacting to get a response? Are we reacting just to be done with certain situations? Or are we truly working for ourselves? If we neglect our day-to-day self or our spiritual self, remember, we got to find that middle ground. We'll either be living in chaos or in excessive order. So we'll be extremely punctual and in order and getting things done in our lives, but feeling a void, a need for something else, need for connections, or are we so connected that we've let our daily lives go to, just go to pot, you know, hey, oops, forgot to pay the bills, but I feel great. I'm so connected to everyone. You have to have both. Got to maintain that balance. Of course, full moon, always a time of culmination, a time of fulfillment. It's the time of coming together, time of endings. Yeah, well, kind of scary, time of endings. Not necessarily endings per se, but remember, it's always a beginning when something ends. Right now, we need to look for energies, feel the energies that connect us to like things that we do not see, our faiths, our beliefs. There's more to life than what we see. We need to feel beneath the surface, feel ourselves, connect with our magic, connect with the whole world around us and just feel like we're a part of it. This full moon is going to open doors for our perception, maybe increasing our spiritual energies. And if you're ready, great. If you're not, something's going to happen and you don't, you don't realize it, then it's going to kind of disrupt your life. It's going to, you know, there's going to be things happening. So pay attention to your dreams, your visions, any insights. Now, one way to do this is by meditation, taking time for yourself. Meditation, oh my goodness, it's a scary word. Funny, I had typed it out a couple times and at one point it came out mediation. And I stopped myself and I went to correct it. And before I corrected it, I thought, no, there's a reason why I have to see this word. Obviously, mediation, coming to the middle ground, this full moon, the the pull between our physical self and our spiritual self. So mediation. We have to, we have to work with ourselves to find our middle ground, to find our happiness, to find that we can manage both sides spiritually, and physically. With meditation, not only does it, I know people, I hear you, I don't meditate, I can't, I fall asleep, I don't listen, or it just, a lot of times everyone will say I fall asleep. I will be the first person to tell you, I've meditated before and I have fallen asleep. I've listened to CDs on increasing psychic awareness. I have listened to, um, I've gone and done meditations at places. Yes, guess what? You will relax. And when, if you get to that point, 
you will come out of it. You will wake up. Don't feel embarrassed. It's okay. You'll wake up when you're ready. But that means you've achieved that. Your body will adjust. The more you practice, the more you'll be able to slip in and out of getting to that place of meditation. It's like snapping a finger or flipping on a light. Flip on the light, boom, there's power. There's your brightness. Train yourself that if you take three deep breaths, you close your eyes, and you can picture yourself walking down a path and you see, like, think of some objects. You can train yourself to say, okay, I'm walking down the path. I see a cat in front of me. I walk past the cat who is now walking with me, walking down the path to a bench where I sit that is next to a flowing river, a babbling brook. And at that point, you can start to hear the babbling of the water, the brook, the river flowing by, splashing up against the rocks. And at that point, you could train yourself to bring yourself to a point of relaxation where you can connect to your higher self, connect to who you truly are, not the person who is constantly reacting to your environment, but the person who you are trying to be. You, we should not feel embarrassed. We should not feel overwhelmed. We should not feel scared being who we are and yet there are times that we can't always say what we feel it's not the right moment it's not the right time and I know some of you that might be tuning in are thinking lady listen you're not talking about meditation but yes listen in and if not go back to the beginning of the show and follow the flow because meditation allows you to connect to you Yes, when you first begin, it does take some time to quiet those thoughts, to quiet your mind, that as you're sitting and really trying to concentrate on the quietness, if you've got a fan going on in the background, that that actually might help you. Have a fan going, a fan of the computer. I know my computer is like running hard right now because I've got it constantly things and running and I've got several programs um, that I'm utilizing simultaneously. So the fan on this computer is working. But that whirring sound that I have happening brings me calmness. It's something to focus on. If you have a little indoor fountain, if you have an outdoor fountain, if you have a pond that you can sit next to, or you can sit outside where you're away from traffic, maybe you can sit. And even if you sit in your backyard and you're close to traffic, just sit. And you will learn how to tune out those things, those normal everyday occurrences. And as you tune things out, you, like I said, you're going to have thoughts come up in your head and you're focusing, okay, focus on the tree, focus on the flower, and you're just staring off into space or if you're laying on your back and you're following the clouds. You're going to have, oh, hey, i got to add butter to the list, to my list for grocery shopping. Don't forget I have to pick up toilet paper. Or yes. I have to get, um, you name it, something. There's always something. You're going to start to remember, shut that off and, and tell yourself, okay, I'll get to that later. Focus back where you're at. Deep breaths. Breathing is key to 
meditation to calming yourself and centering yourself. Even if you don't have the time to have a full, full-blown meditation where you can sit and really relax and focus on even, listen, like I said, going on a YouTube and looking for one of your favorite people that does a meditation. If, you, if you're not familiar with anyone, try one out. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You know, I, sometimes people do an hour. 20 to 30 minutes is really good, just that little bit. You can do it once a day. You can do it twice a day. Some people like to do it in the evening as a wind-down technique. Why not? It'll be very helpful, especially when you can clear your thoughts. In the shower is another place. As you're just focusing on your routine, I've been known to meditate in the car. I hate to say it. Please do not listen to a meditation CD in your car. But what I what ends up happening is as I'm driving, and I'm just focused on the act of driving and getting through traffic, that I find that my my mind tends to wander, not wander per se that I'm not focused on my driving, but that I'm starting to get messages and clear thoughts and flashes of, hey, got to do this, or uh, focus on a person, all of a sudden someone comes into my mind. And I think, well, I wonder what happened, or why, why, do, why am I thinking about this person? So if you cannot, if you find that you're, functioning in a mundane task such as driving or gardening and I I don't mean mundane in a bad way but if you find you're working on a task where it's kind of repetitive and you're doing the same thing over again your mind can wander if you are allowed to do that and I say that because it sometimes happens in the workplace make sure that you have a notepad nearby or a way to track the things that you're getting, because it could be that you're receiving messages from spirit. Maybe you're learning something about yourself. Maybe you get a flash of an idea of something that might help you later on in the day or the next day. Or you're replaying a situation in your mind, something that you've had, a talk or a confrontation, and you realize, you know what, I just, not not a good way to handle it. You, you, you come to terms that probably wasn't the best way to handle it, It's, like I said, connecting to yourself. While you're meditating, one of the techniques I like to do, there's several ways to meditate. As you can always sit comfortably in a chair, you can lay down if you like, just finding someplace comfortable to sit. You want to be able to breathe deeply. You can focus on that breathing. I like to cleanse myself and have have white light come down from above, focus on that white light dripping like as if I'm under a faucet and have that white light come through my crown chakra and through my third eye chakra, through my head, past my throat chakra, down into my shoulders, down into my arms, into my hands. Then through my back, going through each of the next consecutive chakras, the heart chakra, your solar plexus chakra, or your sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra. Oh, I messed that up. Solar plexus, sacral, and then um, your root chakra. And, of course, down through your hips, through your feet, 
through your knees, through your legs, through your feet, and into the ground. Flush that, flush that light right through you, out the tips of your fingers, through your toes, into the ground. Ground yourself with that white light. You can also fill yourself with pink light for love. You could fill yourself again with gold light to really connect to your higher self, to connect with source. You can speak to angels. You can connect with specific angels during these meditations. You can also focus on healing as well. But one of the other things, while either connecting and and cleansing yourself with light is another way to meditate, is to imagine yourself walking down a path. As you walk down this path, this winding path, you can imagine a safe place, a home, a room. Um, I've done meditations where we have gone to, and I'm looking at a pillared place, sort of like a gazebo, but with pillars, a stone place where I can go and rest. I've met my spirit guide here. I've met others from the other side. You can meet with your higher self. And you can be brought messages. There's several different ways to do this meditation. As I said, with the white light, you can imagine yourself, once you've cleansed, you can imagine yourself traveling up that white light to meet with your higher self. Whatever makes you comfortable, try all the techniques. Here's the key. When you're meditating, when you're actually in this moment, this quiet time, like I said, even if you know that if you breathe deep, and you're by yourself for a few minutes, maybe even on a walk, that breathing will help you get to that location, get you to that point of, okay, let me connect real quick. Let me find myself it because in moments of anger, fits of rage, crying, sobbing, even in happiness. Happiness is basically when we are super connected. But is that happiness true happiness or is it... um, I don't even want to say out of spite, but is it happy because someone else is getting what they deserve? But is it genuine happiness? If you're genuinely happy, then you are connected. If you are, but it, like I said, if you're in fits of rage, if you're angry, jealous, and you're at this extreme energy, especially from the ego, this is what helps us to connect. And we're going to need this this weekend with the full moon. So you want to connect to your higher side. If you find that you're in a whirlwind of crazy energies, you don't know what to do, step away just for a few minutes. Gather your thoughts. Clear your mind. Breathe deep because it's about you. The energies that you're feeling are everybody else's. Anger, um, rage, sadness, we feel them. No one can make us feel that way but ourselves. Yes, it may sadden you that someone is acting in a way that you do not agree with. Don't get angry. Breathe. Center yourself with meditation. Pull yourself together and say, they are not you. That energy is not you. I talked last week about protecting yourself from other people's energies. Being empathetic, we need to make sure it's not our energies. And making sure that the energy, that you connect to you, connect to your energy, because 
we need to be, I, I, I hear on our best behavior, but we need to be our true selves. Not, I don't want to say on our best behavior, but if we're doing what we need to do, we're finding that balance, we're, things will be so much easier. Like I said, use this, use this for the full moon. Get those crystals out. We've got the full moon coming. Charge them up. Meditate. It's a great time to sit out underneath that moon if you can. If you're not and you're in the way of a hurricane, please don't. Find a safe place to sit and meditate. But thank you for joining me. Use this time. Get out there. Get it together. Meditate. Find the me in the meditation that you're doing. Thank you again. Again, if you need to connect with me, connect with me via meditation. Find me on Facebook, Real Metaphysical Talk. My name is Joan. You can find me on Blog Talk Radio as well. We've got the archives out there. Share with a friend. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode of Real Metaphysical Talk.